0: Hi, Mae. Hi, Mom. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, honey? Good. I just have some chai tea here. It's Jenny's favorite tea. What are you drinking?
1: Um, I steeped
0: some white tea today and a champagne raspberry. Oh, that sounds really nice. How did your week go last week with your intention being gratitude?
1: I had a great week filled with lots of gratitude,
0: and what was your intention last week, and how did it go? My intention was presence, and it went so well that sometimes I forgot what I should be doing next, but it all worked out. I got everything done, and this week, I want to focus on kindness to others and to myself. What are you focusing on? This week, my focus and prayers are going to be for world peace. That sounds like a wonderful intention. And this week you picked the reading from the Gospel of Matthew, is that right?
1: I sure did. It's um, Matthew chapter one, verse 18.
0: So Matthew is a really interesting gospel. Uh, Historians say that it was written for the Jewish audience. And that makes sense because it has over 130 Old Testament quotes, which Matthew works really hard to connect Jesus's actions to the Old Testament by saying that his actions are fulfilled, like they fulfill what the prophets have said in the Old Testament, and he references the Old Testament. So I find that really interesting. And the genealogy that Matthew includes at the beginning includes four women, which no other gospel includes women in their genealogy, and it was quite uncommon at the time. So That's interesting, and I
1: did not know that. And so following the genealogy leads right into um, the uh, reading I chose today. So I'll start with that. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child of the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to send her away quietly. But as he considered this, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, a virgin shall conceive a son, and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him.
0: So I find this reading really interesting because Matthew, as in the reading, he says this fulfills the saying that Emmanuel, called Emmanuel, because Emmanuel is a saying, meaning referring to God is with us, but his name, Jesus, is translated to Savior, which we see through his death and resurrection. So I find it interesting that Matthew connects Jesus' name and the phrase that we call him, Emmanuel, together, which relates his gospel back to the Old Testament.
1: Which you had just said he does kind of regularly more so than the other Gospels relates to the Old Testament for sure. And I had a question for you. So there's two different views on this reading. Some people, there's a suspicion and humility view. The suspicion view is that Joseph assumed Mary had committed adultery. And that is why he was going to quietly send her away. The second view is that Joseph was going to quietly send her away because he did not feel qualified. He basically was so humble. He did not feel qualified to basically be the stepdad to the Messiah. And so people have argued back and forth what really was meant by this reading. What do you think the suspicion of the humility view? I'm just curious.
0: Well, I do believe that Joseph was a humble man, but I think in this instance, I think he was, I I would have to agree with the suspicion, mainly because the angel came to him after he had made the decision to leave Mary quietly. So that kind of shows that he made the decision based just off of circumstances. But I do think that he really cared about Mary and he didn't want her to be put to death which is what would have happened at the time due to due to the laws but i think that he really cared about mary so he was going to just leave her quietly because he didn't want anything to happen to her okay but then the I- angel came so i think i think that it was suspicion but i do think that it's that he cared so much about Mary. And
1: because there's different translations, obviously. So when I saw the word, like he didn't want to cause her shame, I thought the suspicion one too. And there's other translations that don't use the word shame. But as I think about this, either way, it shows Joseph's character that he, uh, he loved Mary and there was no revenge or anger in his heart. And he had no desire To like publicly humiliate her. And I think that just, we don't know a lot about him. He's the silent saint and he's never quoted in the Bible. But this passage I really like because it shows his character.
0: Yeah, I would agree. And I have a question for you. Okay. So Joseph had an angel come to him telling him who to marry, but I was wondering, did you have an angel come to you to tell you to marry dad, or how did you know to marry him?
1: An angel did appear to me and tell me to marry dad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If life were that simple.
1: No, um, I honestly, when I look back on 30 years ago, it was your dad's kindness and his character that made me realize this was someone who would always have my back and would uh, really truly become and be my best friend.
0: Well, thank you, that is wonderful. So did you have a prayer
1: that you wanted to share with us?
0: Yes. Dear God, thank you for the silent saints who support us in our life. Please help us acknowledge their love and support them in return. We lean on your strength to act peacefully and just, and please help those in harm's way. Amen. Amen.